Blog Talk Radio. My monster from the slab began to rise, and suddenly, to my surprise, he did the match. He did the monster match. It was a graveyard smash. It caught on in a flash. He did the monster match. Firefly Willows Live presents our live on-air call-in show. We're opening up the phone lines to our listeners for live on-air readings. Do you have a concern, or is there a situation you'd like guidance with? Get your question ready and join us by calling 1-646-716-5510 or by using the Skype button on the Firefly Willows L-I-V-E show page at Blog Talk Radio after the show begins broadcasting. We're excited. Give us a listen. Firefly Willows L-I-V-E. Helping you find and shine your inner light. That's coming over the hill. Is it a monster? Is it a monster? What's that coming over the hill? Is it a monster? Is it a monster? What's that coming over the hill? Is it a monster? Is it a monster? What's that coming over the hill? Is it a monster? Get your question ready and join us by calling 1-646-716-5510. And welcome to the show, everyone. My name is Heiss C, and I'm flying solo today. Uh, my normal co-hosts, Mildred Lynn McDonald and John Carousella, are off doing exciting things. Mildred is in Canada, <clears throat> visiting family and friends, I believe. And John is actually participating in a psychic fair, doing some readings there. So it's just me today. As you heard in the little intro there, if you'd like to call in or Skype in to get in the queue for a reading, please do so. We already have a number of people waiting, so you want to get in the queue as soon as possible to have the best chance to get a reading during the show today. Uh, The phone number is 646-716-5510. And uh, just a little information on where you can always find us. You can find Firefly Willows on Facebook at facebook.com slash fireflywillows. We're happy to hear your comments, feedback, additions to the conversation for any of our shows. Sorry, any of our shows on our Facebook page. Um, you can also find me, Hi C. I'm at... Uh, I'm on Facebook. Just look up Tarot by High C and you'll find me very quickly. Um, it's uh, facebook.com slash Tarot High C. Uh, and I'm always available for readings um, anytime outside of the shows. And you can contact me through the Facebook page or you can email me, High C, H I C, at Tarot by High C dot net. And I would be happy to set up a reading with you that way. So we do have a number of people already waiting for readings. So we're just going to jump right in. And we will go ahead to our first caller. And this is someone calling from area code 858. Are you there, caller? Yes, I'm here. How are you? 
I am good. Welcome to the show. Can you tell us your name and where you're calling from? Yes, my name is Shana, and I'm calling from California. All right. Uh, And is there anything in particular you'd like for us to look at today for you? Yes, um, there is a gentleman that we didn't have much communication lately. Something happened between us. I was wondering, what do you see if he will start communicating with me, or it will not happen this year? (laughs) (laughs) All right. And your name is John, right? Uh, No, my name is Heisey. Oh, hi, Sam, sir. I thought it's John. Because no, I, okay. I love listening John. to your program. It's John Carousella. Usually he's a host. <laughs> hi, Sam. Uh, well, yeah, well, he, yeah he, he hosts a couple of shows, um, mm-hmm. A Shamanic Life and Convergence, and he's also mm-hmm. often here doing readings as well. But he's yeah. off actually doing readings at a psychic fair today. Ah. <laughs> he's doing where? Uh, he's at a psychic fair in Mountain View, California, ah, doing readings. I see. I see. It's okay. Nice to meet you, Heisey. You too. Um, So, looking at the cards that have come up, he... So, well, the first thing I'm going to say is... Okay, so I pulled three cards. One to represent you, one to represent Mm -hmm. him, and then one to represent what's going on between the two of you. And... The card that came up for you is called the Seven of Swords, and it came up reversed, which just means it came up upside down. And when that card comes up reversed, it's asking us to start being willing to look at the reality of something, warts and all. To start accepting the truth or the reality, rather than to continue to try to create some sort of way of convincing ourselves that perhaps it's something else that it really isn't. And the card for him is the Two of Wands. And that's a card of somebody who can be looking at what their other options and possibilities are. They're kind of looking out to the horizon to see what else there is, rather than paying very much attention to what's right around them. What are their other possibilities? What are the other opportunities? So it it seems as if this is someone who isn't very focused on wanting or trying to get back in contact with you as they are starting to survey what other options and possibilities do they have in their life, just what other things might they want to focus on or be doing rather than making getting in contact with you a priority. Um, and you know what the the situation between the two of you is the reversed nine of pentacles and again the reversal just means it's upside down and Mm -hmm. if you think of nine of pentacles as a card of of ripeness like something coming into being uh, like an apple getting ripe on the tree then the reversal of that card would show that it doesn't seem as if this relationship is growing or ripening or moving towards nine is a number of completion, pentacles is a number of physical manifestation. So the reversal of this card seems to indicate that this is not something that's moving towards something becoming real, something manifesting in the way that we wanted, or something growing and ripening in some way. So it really seems that it's more, he seems to be focused elsewhere. 
And I wouldn't anticipate that he's putting much attention or energy into trying to get back in contact with you anytime soon, if ever. And the reversed seven of swords is asking you to perhaps start looking at the reality which says, it's been this long and I keep holding out hope or I keep making perhaps excuses as to why it hasn't happened yet. You know, well, maybe they're busy. Well, maybe this. Well, maybe that. And it's asking you to stop doing that and say, okay, I just need to accept the reality. This hasn't happened, and there's yeah. nothing I can do about it. And instead of continuing to wait for it, start focusing on what you want and where you can be going and what you can be doing for yourself Rather than, this is kind of like the proverbial, rather than sitting around waiting for somebody, you know, staring at the phone, waiting for somebody to call. It's like, let's stop worrying about that and let's get on with going out and looking for other things that I want and that would be good for me rather than waiting for that. Okay. So does that make sense? Do you have any questions about that? No, I don't. It's pretty clear. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so so I think for me, the big thing is I just don't want you sitting around waiting for this versus getting out there and starting to look for other opportunities for yourself so that you can be happy rather than putting your life on hold, waiting for somebody to call mm-hmm. you. Okay. No, I'm not sitting around, but I just I'm well, curious. Well, that's you know. good. Yeah. <laughs> but but this seems to indicate that he, there there doesn't seem to be any any indication that any time in the near future that he's going to be calling or getting in contact with you because he seems to be focused on other things and not really putting this as much of a priority or putting a lot of attention towards it. Okay. All right. Okay, yeah, thank you, Heisey. Mm-hmm. You're more than welcome. Thanks for calling in and sure. enjoy the rest of the day. Thank you. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. And we'll just move right along to our next caller. And that will be someone calling from area code 631. Yes, hi. Thank you for taking my phone call. My name is Suzanne, and I had the same question as the other caller about me and someone. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Can I ask where you're calling from? Long Island. Long Island. I thought I detected some sort of East Coast accent in there. So it's basically the same question as to whether someone is going to be getting back in contact with you? Yeah, if they want a relationship or where is it going, stuff like that. Okay. First of all, I can say some very different cards for you. (laughs) Um, So so I actually did the same thing if you heard me previously. So there's a card for you, a card for the other person, and a card for what's going on between the two of you. And the card for the other person is called the chariot. Now, think of the chariot as a vehicle. And the chariot car can indicate somebody who is either on the go or traveling a lot or all of the time. Um, can also be somebody who's very career-oriented, very driven, um, doesn't seem to be very ready to stop or settle down in any sort of way. So they, they're living life at 150 miles an hour. 
and they may want people to come along for the ride, but they're not ready to slow down to accommodate anybody else's itinerary. Um, so you may have to really run to keep up with them, <laughs> and they may have lots of things going on. Um, they're really, and it's not that they're not interested in a relationship, it's just that's not really a, a, a priority for them because they're, they're much more driven and kind of on the go right now in their life. They want to kind of seize everything in their life and make the most of it. Um, you know, the, the card for the relationship between the two of you is the Four of Cups. Uh, that can be a card, on the one hand, that can be a card that could indicate that this, is, that this other person may be someone who doesn't recognize what they have or what somebody is trying to offer them. So they may not be seeing you or recognizing what it is that you would really have to offer them because they're moving so fast that they just, everything is a blur to them and they don't stop long enough to actually pay attention, to appreciate, to recognize what it is that might actually be there for them. Um, Four of Cups, there is kind of a sense of sitting and waiting, I guess you could say. So I wouldn't look at this as giving up on this relationship. It's more about whether you're willing to kind of sit and wait for that person to slow down a bit and to start being ready for focusing on trying to develop a relationship rather than everything else they're focusing on and really living their life at such a fast pace. Um, and for you, we have the Six of Swords. And Six of Swords is, well, let me go back to the Four of Cups for just a moment because the Four of Cups would say, Either it can say to wait four months or to pay attention to the fourth month, which would be April. Um, so either way, it's saying that there's some waiting that would have to be done before this would really start to move forward or have an opportunity to start to develop. And it really is going to depend more on whether you're willing to wait for that or if you feel like you need to just get on with things and not sit around waiting for somebody else to be ready. Um, and Six of Swords for you is a card that can represent um, well, Six of Swords wants us to move forward. It, it, it's, but it, it often indicates that we are trying to move forward with something and taking that first step is very difficult because we carry a lot of baggage. And I would have, I would ask you over the, you know, if you're, if you're willing to wait for those next few months to see what might develop rather than needing it now, then focus the next few months on looking at what do you still carry, such as either guilt or heartbreak or loss or whatever, maybe from previous relationship experiences, maybe other things that are going on in your life that you just kind of are dealing with right now. Because Six of Swords tends to be a card about healing, needing to move through the healing process. Yeah, you're right. I'm, um, he, I did ask the man if he wanted a relationship. I asked him last week and he said no. So then I'm going on a date tonight and I'm trying to move forward because he told me no. Yeah. Well, then then I actually would applaud you for that because it says that you're willing to continue moving forward. And 
this is the moving forward is going to serve you well that he may come back and revisit kind of like saying oh you know what you asked me like a few months ago now i think i'm ready and you'll have to decide at that point if you've already moved on and are involved in something else of course you'll be like well sorry you missed the bus <laughs> um but yeah he, he i think that you would probably get exhausted and he would have little time and little room to make for you, even if he did say yes to trying to be in a relationship with you. So this is, I'm glad that you're already kind of moving forward to going on a date with somebody else and that kind of thing, because that's the best thing that you can do at this point. Um, and we just kind of would want to put this opportunity or situation on hold, which would be the four of cups saying, put it can on I hold. Ask can I ask one of something about my son that's important, and that's the last question? Um, sure. It would probably be a different deck of cards or something, though. Well, while you ask, I'll shuffle and, and draw different cards, yes. Um, my son's been acting aggressive, but I don't think he's, he's... He used to live with me. Now he lives with his dad, and his dad's trying to say that, oh, I'm not a good mother. It's not true. Whatever. He's aggressive to me. Do you ever see my son moving back in with me? He used to live with me. Now, if I recall, I think you've called in previously and also asked about that situation, yes? Um, is there... Is there a a stepmother involved on the other side? Um, soon to be. My ex is engaged. Okay. Um, and the reason I ask that is because the card that came up for the for your son's side is actually the Empress, and the Empress is the the archetypal mother card. It's the ultimate mother card in the deck. Um, so. <clears throat> So it, it seems to indicate that there may be um, a mother figure that is going to influence the situation um, that may also play into the situation in, in being able to present, you know, this is a household that has both a mother and a father figure for the child. Um, and the, the situation itself, is the reversed temperance card which shows that there doesn't seem to be a willingness to find a middle ground by all sides so there's continued pressure and attempts to maintain the way things are right now rather than to try to find some sort of an agreement to which would kind of be finding that middle ground finding an agreement where everybody can be happy because the card for you is the reversed ten of cups and ten of cups actually is the card of happiness ultimate happiness uh, and reversing it says that right now you're probably not going to be very happy with how the situation develops or what the um, solution or the outcome of the, the situation is going to be. So there seems to be a lot that is weighing in the favor of the other side to be able to maintain the situation the way it is and to prolong being able to prevent 
your son from being able to come back to live with you in the near future. Yes, I know that. Um, and you know, and so what this would indicate is that that's that's not going to change anytime soon. So you might need to start focusing more on how to work with the way the situation is rather than continuing to... Well, I'm not fighting it. I'm just trying to not have him badmouth me as a parent and think that they're the only parents and it's not for me to compromise and he's, it's not the happy family really that it's just because they're there, believe me. Well, but there, there doesn't seem to be much that you can do. Uh, you know, it's almost like when the temperance card reverses, it can often, it, sometimes it's looked at as falling off the wagon, but that can indicate that there may be almost an addiction to the power play. You know, no, an addiction. No, 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 no. But an addiction to being able to continue to control the situation. And if we think of that in terms of like a bully on the playground. Yep, that's him. Then a bully only has both power but also interest in bullying someone as long as they get a reaction from someone. When the person they bully stops reacting, they kind of start to give up and they move on to focus on something else. So this would indicate that if you can be more diligent in just stepping back and not giving in to reacting to anything they say or do, and no, just I don't. Of, it's just it's affecting my son and it's affecting me. I don't listen to them or talk to them or anything. Well, but do you do you talk to your son? Of course I do. I see my son. And I don't badmouth him. I just say, but something's going on over there because he's not acting nice to me. Uh, well, but what you have to work on is not worrying about what's going on over there but simply presenting the best you as the best mother to him. So not I am doing that, but Okay. Um but that's never that, mind. Every, he's and, just and acting just, in a weird way that it could be because he's living over there and things are not hunky dory. So it's not when he was here, of course I'm the best mother I can that I am just have a relationship, but I don't want never mind. Well, and, and this is saying that that's at this point that's really all you can do in the situation and that the situation itself isn't going to change anytime soon. So just continue doing that rather than trying to find some way to change the situation. Okay. Well, I can't change it, so I'm not even trying. That's what I'm getting at. I just thought that he would be, I guess it's, it's mute. I get it. Well, yeah, so whenever your son is with you or you talk to your son, just pretend like the other situation doesn't exist and just focus on the interaction and the relationship between you and your son and just don't even mention or, or think about that other situation so that it just is very, very separate in your son's mind rather than feeling as if there's any overlap. All right, well, thank you. Okay. All right, thank you. All right. I think we can get one more in here before we take just a quick little break. 
So let us go to area code 310. Are you Hello. there, caller? Hello. I am here. Can I ask Thank your you name? Thank you for taking and do- my call. You're welcome. Can I ask your name and where you're calling from? Um, my name is Mindy, and I'm calling from Los Angeles. All right. Nindy or Mindy? Mindy. M-I-N-D-Y. Mindy. You right. sound young. You probably don't know Mork and Mindy, but Michelle <laughs> Mork and Mindy, that's what they always tell me. But, yeah. And what is it that you'd like to ask about for us to look at today? Um, thank you uh, for your service and being here and doing tarot and the wisdom of tarot. I appreciate it. Um, I am heading to... Uh, uh, overseas for to launch uh, and get my purchase order for my business. Congratulations! Thank you. It's been a long, long journey. It has not come easily, but uh, I'm getting closer, and I am uh, looking to ringing the bell this time. All right. So, is there a particular question you want to ask about that, or you just want to look at that situation um, in general? If you'd be so kind enough to look at the general situation, I do have okay. one retailer I wanted to know about, but I suppose the general would be great. Okay. So what I'll do is I'll pull cards to look at the general situation, but I'll add an additional card to look at that specific retailer you're thinking about just to see how that comes in. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And what's the day and month of your birth? Uh, April 5th. Okay. So... Um, the reason I ask that is to calculate a, a well, a, a year number and a year card. Uh-huh. And um, that year number and year card shows the overall energy lesson theme focus for a particular year that we're operating in. just means the strongest energy that we're kind of operating with as well as have access to. And so this year, and a year goes from birthday to birthday. So yours uh-huh. goes from April 5th to April Um, So right now you're in a six year. Uh, You know, six corresponds to what's called the lover's card. Mm -hmm. Um, And also in the deck that I use, because I use the Anubis Oracle, which corresponds the cards to Egyptian deities for the year card. Um, So the card, the number six card is Horus and Sobek. And Horus um, is the falcon or the falcon-headed god, and Sobek is the crocodile or the crocodile-headed god. And so, you know, this is a, a year that is about um, choices and being at a crossroads. And so you really want to pay attention to the choices that you make during this year because if we think of the numbers, numbers go either 1 to 9 or 1 to 10 in numerology. Mm-hmm. And so... In a six-year, what I like to say is the choices we make during this year are going to set the tone or the direction for the next three to four years. So make sure that whatever choices you're making represent what you would like to see or to feel or experience or the direction you'd like to be going over the next three to four years. And if it's not, then you need to really reconsider that choice. And the challenge Mm -hmm. is, are we choosing what is easy, comfortable, or safe? Or are we choosing what we know to be the right direction, but it looks really challenging and we don't know where it's going to end up and we're afraid to make that choice or go that direction? So 
that's how you kind of want to think about the choices you make during this year. Um, also, being at a crossroads, it really, you know, in terms of the question you're asking regarding your business, it shows that this is a year where you're at a crossroads. If you continue to try to do things the way you've always done them, then you probably will find that it becomes circular, that you won't end up really getting anywhere that you want to be going. So you have to challenge yourself to go a different direction or do something in a new way or to trust the gut instinct and say, I'm going to go this way, even though I don't know where that may take me, this just feels like the right way rather than what is the safe way. Mm -hmm. And that Sobek and Horus card, um, Sobek is a very ancient god. Horus is kind of the newest god, although new is relative, let me just say. Um, And what that represents is that we have wisdom and experience that we carry within us from the past, but it's time for us to find a new way of using or expressing that, which you can see how that plays into going perhaps a different way rather than the safe, familiar, comfortable way. Um, So that's also part of what it's challenging you during this year is as you think about your business, Mm -hmm. how you've approached it before, the direction you've taken it, the choices you've made, you you can tap back into that old experience and wisdom that you have but be willing to perhaps approach it in a new way or go in a different mm-hmm. direction with it or, or take it down a new path. Right. Uh, um, and I would expect that things would really start to take off after your birthday next year because you'll move into mm-hmm. a seven year, which is a chariot year, and that's when everything suddenly starts to go zoom forward. Um, right. So, you know, this is kind of the setup and that is stage. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because um, the launch would be in springtime, correct? Ah, so I, I would focus on either doing the launch right around your birthday or mm-hmm. really, um, it, it's kind of like revving the engines right now and then you don't yep. slam that accelerator pedal down until after your birthday when that seven and that chariot energy really kind of kicks in. Um, Wonderful. Also, in, in this deck, the chariot card would be Sekhmet and Sekhmet is the lion or the, the, the lion-headed goddess. And so that's when you really come into your full power and you feel very strong and confident and you just take no prisoners and, you know, stand up for yourself (laughs) and all of that. So you have that energy building and then you'll be in the fullness of that as of your birthday next year. So that really is also um, good to tap into and and is good to be able to use when you're launching a business because you feel very confident and courageous. Um, you, You know that you can win, if you will. So, you know, that that will really be building up to your birthday, but you'll come into that fully as of your birthday and then through that next year. Thank you. Um, And I did pull a card for the retailer that you mentioned. I mean, you said there was a retailer in particular you wanted to look at. And actually the star card came up, which is a really nice card to see. So I would say that 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 certainly is a retailer worth focusing on or engaging with or trying to develop a relationship with or, you know, whatever, because the star card shows us that we're likely to get what we hope for or wish for in in the relationship with that. Um, the, The one thing you always have to be careful of with the star card, of course, is you get what you wish for. 
So really be careful about what that wish mm-hmm. is and how you, yeah. you say it or how you phrase it. So make sure that what you express to that retailer is exactly what you want that relationship to look like rather than it being vague. Mm-hmm. Sure, certainly. We would have to be prepared to really um, fulfill what her wants are because it's very large. I have to make sure that on my end I'd be really set up to be able to do that. Uh, right. Um, and, and, but, and the star card is really nice because it shows this kind of um, what I put out comes back to me and therefore that I don't have to be worried about something drying up because there's kind of this ah, nice flow or replenishment. Um, that's why it has that dark around the eyes. In, in my deck, in the star card, it's around one particular eye. Maybe that's, oh. uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so there's this sense of what what I pour out comes back to me, and that it's a never-ending resource. But we also that's have to learn how to manage that resource. So that's where I would say, you know, be careful what you wish for. Don't promise something that's beyond what it is you're able to deliver. Beautiful. And make sure that you're asking from them what it is you want or need rather than leaving it very vague and then feeling like you didn't really get what you wanted, but that's not really their fault because either we asked in a very general way or we didn't express what our real wishes were. I, I had to redo my packaging for her, and I did do that. It got delivered to her, but I, I have my other appointments set up and I'm still waiting to see if she's willing to give me the appointment when I'm leaving Monday. So I'm going to try again and see if she'll grant me the opportunity to represent to her. Right now, I'm not on her calendar or schedule, so to say. So I was wondering, with that star well, card, perhaps when I'm there and I and I call, I'm sorry, I'm interrupting. Maybe no, no, she'll grant okay. me the maybe she'll grant me the chance to represent to her. I just need to stay on top of it. Uh, Well, yeah, so the star card does show that you're likely to get what you're hoping for or wishing for from that person. Beautiful. Thank you. The one thing I I would say with the star card is it represents Aquarius. So if if you aren't able to get a meeting right now, Mm -hmm. then I would focus on trying to set something up during the period of Aquarius, which would be like roughly January January 20th to February Mm -hmm. 20th. Yeah. And it's so interesting um, that you bring up Aquarius because, you know, you've had your first two callers is all about the man issue. And yeah. I had this Aquarian that was so, um, these past five years, was very much involved. Um, we were together, apart, together, and just recently now, not together, but uh, he was the Aquarian for me and he was very much involved in this um, project and, and vision of mine and it's just so debilitating for me right now as I just move forward and focus and there is a star card I forgot that that's the Aquarian card so who knows about that I, I so is that person it, focus. It, yeah so I would look at the rest of these cards though and say that it's probably a good thing if this person is no longer involved yeah he was um very wonderful um, to get me to the place where I needed to go right now. Yeah, but I think that any further he would 
somehow that relationship would become an impediment because like the the reverse judgment card is here the reverse empress okay. card is here and so it's time for you to start mothering yourself and it's yeah. time for you to move out of that empress card reversed really says it's time for you to move out of what you've mm-hmm. been surrounded by that has perhaps created too much complacency just because it's been easy or comfortable. And uh-huh. also the Empress is the mother card, so reversing it says you have to start mothering yourself rather Absolutely. than looking to be mothered by somebody else or spending so much energy and time mothering somebody else. Um, yep. The reverse the reverse judgment card, I would be concerned that continued involvement with that person would impair your judgment if it hasn't in the past because it just may be clouding your judgment in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And, you know, the Eight of Cups comes up here, which is about emotionally letting go and moving on. So there's a sense of if we want this business venture to move forward, there's something we need to let go of and move away from in order for it to be able to do that. Um, And and then the Eight of Swords is here. So we don't want you to become a victim of holding on to something that really isn't best at this point. And we're glad that you can see how it was beneficial for you to get you to this mm-hmm. point. But that doesn't yeah. mean we have to desperately grasp onto it because we think it still needs to be there to be able to feel confident enough to move forward. And I think that's no, where... I, it's, that's so interesting. Absolutely. It, it's such a life lesson for me to do this. I'm going to let spirit just help me in the background. I'm going to move forward. And if this is meant to be, we're going to see how it all unfolds but for now just for now i need to just get this done i it, it's it's my turn now i have to i have to pay attention right and 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 that eight of cups reminds us there's something better waiting for us but we have to be willing to move to it mm-hmm. rather than for either thinking i'm not going to change anything until it comes to me and mm-hmm. i would also go back to that lovers card that 6 of this year mm-hmm. which is Pay attention to the choices you're making because, yes. you know, if you don't make some different choices, you may find yourself basically stuck in a loop and coming back around to the same place over and over again over the next few years rather than feeling like you're really moving forward. That's great. Thank you. You're more Thank than you welcome. Thank you for your, uh, for your tarot wisdom. I, I so appreciate that. Well, thank you very much for being willing to call in. Thank you. And Enjoy the rest of the day. Thank you. You take care now. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So we're going to take a quick little break, and then as soon as we come back, we will be going to someone calling from area code 478. That will be the first person we'll be going to. So if you're calling from area code 478, be prepared because we will go to you next as soon as we come back.
promised, we're always thinking of ways to bring you a fresh new perspective. Check out this lineup of our newest shows. The Amethyst Oracle, Divination with a Queer Twist, featuring Firefly Willow's L.I.V.E. favorite, Heisey Lutmers, and his co-host, Charlie Harrington, on the second Tuesday evening each month. A Shamanic Life, hosted by John Carousella, on the first and third Tuesday evenings each month. What's Your Prescription for Balance, with Dr. Glenna Calder, the first Thursday afternoon each month. And Evolve, with Robin White Turtle Lizney, the third Thursday afternoon each month. Introducing our newest show, the second and fourth Saturday mornings each month, From Beyond, with mother-daughter psychic mediums, Nadia Shapiro and Barbara Williams. We're excited. Give us a listen as we continue to create new and entertaining ways for you to shine your inner light. Join us at Firefly Willows, L-I-V-E. And we are back. My name is Hi C, and I'm here doing readings for you today. Uh, this is under Firefly Willows, L-I-V-E, our monthly call-in show on the fourth Sunday of each month. And you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash fireflywillows. You can also find us on the web at fireflywillows.com slash live. And we always welcome your feedback, your comments, your input. Um, So pop onto our Facebook page, give it a like, and feel free to leave your comments and things. Uh, If you'd like to be on our email list to receive notifications about upcoming shows, uh, then you can also send us a message through our Facebook page to do that. And if you'd like information about me, uh, I'm on Facebook as well. My name is Hi C, and I'm under Tarot by Hi C on Facebook. Uh, so you can just look up Tarot by Hi C, or just go to Facebook.com/TarotHi C. Um, and I will let you know. I also host a couple of other shows uh, here under Firefly Willows L I V E. I host uh, Revolution on the second Sunday of each month, and then I co-host the Amethyst Oracle Divination with a Queer Twist with Charlie Harrington, and that's on the second Tuesdays of each month. So I would invite you to check those out as well. So we'll continue moving along, doing some readings for people, and we're going to go to someone calling from area code 478. Are you there, caller? Yes, this is Patricia from Georgia. Well, welcome to the show, Patricia. I have to say you have a, a, a lovely accent. It just makes me feel all warm and fuzzy, just like the peaches. Well, thank you. <laughs> um, I have the same questions as the first two calls about a particular person in my life. All right. And what's the day and month of your birth? Um, June 22nd. All right. So the the thing I would say based on your birth date is that you're in a seven year, which corresponds to traditionally what would be called the chariot card or that guy used it, Sekhmet. <clears throat> and one thing that this year is about is you really um, discovering and standing in your own power, meaning you take no prisoners 
and you have the courage and the confidence to know who you are, to ask for what you want or what you need, and to not be willing to compromise that or dilute that just because somebody else isn't willing to accept that about you. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think the when I look at the cards that came up, there, the, the challenge for this relationship is, it's interesting because the cards individually, there's a card for you, a card for this other person, those cards are some difficult cards. Uh, <laughs> for you, we have the Five of Pentacles, and for the other person, we have the Three of Swords. And is the other person a man or a woman? A man. Okay. Um, so, you know, the Three of Swords is a card that can represent heartbreak or loss or grieving. So I would okay. say that this this may be someone who still carries around the pain of either a previous relationship breakup or some other sort of loss in their lives that they haven't fully moved beyond yet, that they either still need to heal it or they're still in the process of getting over it. Um, and the Five of Pentacles for you, you know, the, the, the danger of that card is that it can represent the idea of misery loves company. And so we end up getting dragged down or dragged out into the cold and getting caught up in somebody else's misery that uh-huh. we don't necessarily need to be a part of. And, okay. um, you know, the relationship card, we have to look at it in context of these other two cards. So the relationship card is the star card. But a lot of people would think, oh, that, that's a great card to get. However, if we think of the star card as the card of healing, then for me, what the challenge is in this situation is what this other person needs in terms of their healing and, and things that they still haven't dealt with or still are trying to get over. It's almost as if they're relying on you to be the one to heal it or fix it for them. And this is mm-hmm. starting to really drain you. This is, you know, it's almost as if you're not getting anything back from yeah. that kind of situation. And we need you to employ that Sekhmet energy and to stand up and say, I also need something from a relationship. And I can't just be in a relationship where it's all about helping the other person go through their healing process, but they have nothing left to then offer me. That five of pentacles that represents you is a card of of poverty sometimes. So it can represent feeling like uh, I'm I'm impoverished, like I'm, I'm drained. I have nothing left and there's no one around me to give me anything to help me along the way. So... It, it doesn't seem that it's a very healthy relationship for you to focus on trying to maintain or get back into or because this other person just needs to really deal with their own stuff before mm-hmm. they're ready to be in a relationship. And we don't want you getting dragged down and feeling very drained and impoverished because of what somebody else keeps needing, needing, needing from you with nothing left to offer back to you. True. And I was thinking about ending this relationship anyway, so this is 
just gives me that what I was deciding to do is the right thing to do. Yes, it, it seems that it is time to do that. You know, that, that five of pentacles is like saying, it's time for me to stop investing money in this losing company and to pull the plug rather than to give it another couple of months or, you know, that kind of thing. There, there's nothing left to continue offering. So, yes, I think that this is just... And the star card actually is kind of nice in that regard because it says that you will feel... It's almost like you'll feel refreshed if you follow through on the decision that you've been thinking about doing. And you may find that things open up and other opportunities for relationship and that kind of thing don't take very long to start coming into your life once you make that final decision. Okay. Thank you very much. All right. Well, thank you for calling in. You're welcome. And enjoy the day. And feel free to call anytime because I could just listen to your accent. So let's move forward and go to our next caller. And this is someone calling from area code 816. Are you there, caller, from area code 816? I am. Well, welcome to the show. Can you tell us your name and where you're calling from? Uh, my name is Tristan, and I'm calling from Kansas City. Kansas City. I had a feeling, because I actually grew up in Kansas City, and I recognize that area code. Um, who you're talking to? Do I know who I'm talking to? Uh-huh. I do not. Okay. Then I'll leave it at that, and then I'll tell you after you get done. <laughs> well, all right. That oh, way you excellent. don't have any... No, but that's good. You've created mystery for the other listeners. It keeps them listening on, you know, what's going to happen? Who is this mysterious person? What's the story? So do you well, have a particular... Let's just, say, I know what the, let's just say I know what high C, high C stands for. Well, it stands for my name. That's all we need to know. Um, do, you have something in, do you have something in particular well, you'd like to ask about? I was going to let you decide if you wanted to try and see if somebody from the other side is trying to reach me or if you want to do just in general, it's up to you. Okay. So actually that's a um, an interesting question to bring up at this time because on Thursday we have Halloween. Sometimes uh-huh. you hear it called Stalin, sometimes you hear it called All Hallows' Eve. But in many traditions, this is the time of year, that particular day especially, and this is why it's celebrated the way that it is. This is the time of year when the veil is the thinnest between our world and the spirit world. And it is easiest on Halloween night for spirits and other things on the other side. It's easiest for them to be able to access or come over to our side. And this is where a lot of our traditions come from around Halloween because, one, lighting the lights like in a jack-o'-lantern and that kind of thing represents um, providing kind of a little beacon for our ancestors and those who have died, especially in the past year, to be able to find their way to come back to visit us on that night. But we also have things like, you know, we dress up in scary costumes, and that's also to help scare away things that we may not want visiting us during this time because it's easiest for them to also come through. 
So I wouldn't be surprised that there is someone from the other side trying to contact you at this time and that you're more aware of it because that veil is becoming extremely thin. Um, so it's kind of like the static is clearing up and the, it's, it's becoming very, very clear. Um, okay. And the, the card, the first card that came up is the Hierophant, and Hierophant just means high priest. So on the one hand, I would say yes. On the other hand, I would say that in order to best access what that um, person is trying to communicate would be done through a, um, a professional, if you will. So it'd be like going to okay. a medium uh, or that kind of thing, rather than trying to do it ourselves. Because um, the Hierophant represents the intermediary between us and the, the the spirit world or the divine or you know whatever and so it's coming up here which says there are there there are things that want to be communicated but it needs to go through an intermediary who has experience in doing that rather than for us to just try to do it ourselves okay um, well, I just feel like since I came out as a as a spiritual or whatever because even though I'm you don't know who I am right this second this explains why you and I were such good friends because we had this connection. I've been psychic since I was able to talk and I just, I'm, I'm hearing things so strongly and it's like, okay, I'm trying to sleep. Uh, so, that- so the other, so the other thing I'll say about the Hierophant is it also represents um, higher education. So it could also indicate that, since you are starting to experience that more strongly or you're just being willing to accept that about yourself more fully, that it's now time for you to go back to school, quote unquote, to learn how to work with this, to learn how to develop this. And again, that intermediary, it's saying not to try to just do it yourself, but to work with someone or to go to a class or a series of workshops in order to better be able to manage it, work with it, and then also develop it so that it is able to move to the next level for you rather than to just kind of stay where it is. Okay. Um, and, and and also because the other, card, the other card that came up, the Nine of Pentacles, nine, the number nine, um, is, well, it, that can indicate, a, a, oftentimes it's seen as a woman, but it can just be a person. Uh, but it's a card of self-sufficiency and independence. And this would tell me that, one, we had this card come up before, and I said that it represents ripeness. So there's a sense that this aspect of yourself has come to full ripeness, which means it's now ready to move to the next level, which is why we'd want you to start doing education to learn how to fulfill the potential of it. Um, It also would indicate that it may be something you could start moving towards that would be a source of income that oh. u- utilizing this and, and moving in this direction would, and, and again, it's just like if somebody realized they had, that they're good at, um, you know, designing logos, that these cards would say, yes, you could start to make money from doing that, but we want you to go to school first in order to better hone and perfect that ability, rather than to think that just because you've done a few things on your computer, you can suddenly start doing it. We need the structure and what the, the teaching can offer us. Um, in order to move to that level. Instead of having my kids bring their friends in and go, hey, watch what my mom can do, I should actually go to school and then charge for psychic readings. 
Right. It's time to move okay. beyond the look, I'm a little source of entertainment for my kids, to this is something that I do more professionally and I need to develop it in that way, professional development, and start to approach it as something that I do in a more professional manner and setting. Okay. So, so, far, so hopefully, hopefully that makes sense. It does. Did you did tell me what your birthday was? Sorry. November. Do you want the year? Uh, the day, just the day in the month. November 21st. Okay. Yeah, so, um, and again, using that to calculate a year number and a year card, I'm just looking at what you're getting ready to go into on your birthday. Um, you go into an 11 year. And 11 is a number, it's called a master number because it repeats like 11, 22, 33. Those are called master numbers. Master numbers represent things of a more spiritual nature or level, things taking on a, a, either a deeper meaning or starting to reveal a deeper aspect of themselves. It also represents starting something but starting by moving it to the next level. And it, it's it's a number that often is associated with like, well, I would say one is about starting something new. Eleven is about going back to graduate school rather than starting a degree in something brand new. So there's all that sense that this is time for you to move this from the bachelor level, which is I know I can do this and I entertain my kids with it, to now I move it to the next level and take it to where the next phase of this wants to go, which would probably be more of that professional slash academic learning side of things. Um, and it's the justice year that you'll be entering into, which is ultimately about finding your truth, being willing to live it, living authentically in the world as to who you truly are, as well as finding your voice, being willing to speak up and speak out and um, speak the truth to the world, which in your case may be that you now start speaking the truth and the messages to people in a professional way rather than just right. in a, you know, do it when my kids bring somebody over away. Now, is that something that you can help me achieve? I mean, privately or whatever? Um, well, that's not something I in particular uh, focus on teaching people. I do know, I mean, I could certainly give you recommendations mm -hmm. for people that do that, but it's often really good to do that with somebody in person. Um, and that's okay. one of the benefits of, of like taking classes and workshops. So I would look for things around your area because usually what happens in those classes is you are in a space where you get the chance to feel safe and an opportunity to practice because they'll often pair people up in the class in order to practice different techniques and things. And that's really the value of being able to do it in person is because you can practice in a safe space, you have immediate feedback and the opportunity to be able to try things out um, rather than like say doing it distance with someone and then hoping you can find somebody to practice on. Okay. So, so I would encourage you for this kind of thing to really uh, look around you for uh, classes and things that you could take there in person. And there okay. is a place um, let me, you know, I'm going to look up something. Well, I'll, I'll let you reveal whatever mystery you now hold. <laughs> um, okay, well, I'll look this up um, really let's quick. See if you can get it off this. 
the last time I saw you, my mom took us to lunch at Fuddruckers, and Lynette was with us. Well, I'm, I'm assuming that was a while ago. <laughs> well, yeah, it was a little while ago. This is Susan Hubbard. Oh, yes, of course. How are you? I am good. How are you? I am good. Um, <laughs> and so, Elizabeth says hi. Well, tell Elizabeth hello back. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I just was looking up, actually, because I know somebody that just went to Kansas City this weekend to teach. And so uh, a store that you might start at to, to look for some classes and or just starts to connect with the community to find where there might be classes. And maybe you know this place. It's a place called Good Luck, a store. Uh, It's called Good Luck, a Kansas City conjure store. Um, So let me see if they have the address here, and I will give it to you. Uh, It's at 4009 Central Street. Okay. So you might just start there. See what they offer, if anything, along these lines. Um, you might also find that you want to explore a bit of conjure, uh, but they may also have information on other classes. Maybe people leave flyers and things there too. So that's a place to start. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. Well, you're Good more than welcome, you. and you too. And keep me apprised of how your studies go and, and where this takes you. Okay, I will. Okay. Thanks. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Enjoy the day. Bye-bye. All right. So we're going to move on to our next caller, and that is someone named Teddy's mom. Hi. Are you there, Teddy's mom? I am. <laughs> it, it amuses me, your screen name. Um, where are you calling from, and what's your name? My, my name's Dan, and um, I'm calling from London, and um, I, I've got, I'm on to a general reading, but um, <clears throat> if you're intuitive, I'm wondering if you can sort of look into this for me. Um, about a year ago, I had electrical problems, going, strange things happening where I live, and the future subsided, but they started up again today where the kettle was on automatically on its own. It's been quite a, quite a few months, but the TV would come on in the middle of the night and then go off. And then I'd sneeze and the lights would go on and off. I'd have to get up in the middle of the night and turn off all the lights. So it hasn't been, hasn't happened for at least eight months that I reckon. But then today the kettle was on on its own. So um, I think it's my energy, but I'm wondering if you can look into that and see if anything else I need to know. Well, considering when it was happening before and that it subsided and now it's suddenly kicking up again, if you're listening to the previous caller I was talking to, this is a time when that veil is thinnest and when people and things from the other side have easiest access to our side. Um, So I would, I I have a feeling (laughs) that this is not just your energy doing this, Um, but that there may be some other energy in the space that is trying to get your attention. Um, And sometimes 
that's done just because they need our help. Maybe they feel stuck. Maybe they're having a little trouble letting go and moving on. Um, and there are things that we can do to help facilitate that. And this is a really good time to do that. Now, I don't know how extensively they celebrate Halloween over in London, um, but I do know that there's a lot of people and, and a lot of things that are done in the, the old traditional ways around this time of year. Um, and so one thing that I would suggest is to be willing to um, make friends with the energy that is there. And that can be done literally by just talking to them and saying, I recognize that you're here. You know, I certainly don't mean you any harm, and I ask that you don't mean me any harm. And if there's something I can do to help you in some way, then I'm happy to do that. Or if you uh, have information that I need, you know, then let's find a way to do that. Um, but that, what that's doing is it's giving them a conscious indication that you're aware of them and you're willing to work with them or connect with them in some way. Um, if it's just to help something move on, then, it, because, it, well, and you, you can clarify. Now, are the things that are happening, are they disruptive or are they just like, it feels like something just trying to get your attention? So is it the difference between is somebody just trying to flick the lights to get your attention or are they purposely turning the lights off so that you'll stumble? No. Um, <clears throat> quite a few times it was the lights. But again, it, this was like, um, you know, eight months or more ago. M numerous times it was the lights. I'd be in bed and, and then they, the lights would come on. I'd have to get out of bed and turn off all the lights. Or the TV would come on. It's happened at least twice. I'd have to go turn it off. Or, um, and the kettle hasn't happened in a long time, but it happened again today. And I'd say it's been, well, I can think of maybe that was a, maybe the third time that's happened. But again, this is the first one recently. And then one time, a friend of mine's a kinesiotherapist and she said it's my energy. But I, I sneezed, a big sneeze. When I opened my eyes, the lights flashed. So I figured, well, it must have been, it must be me. But I also think that I've got some people close to me that are, that I know they've been, they've been keeping an eye on me. I absolutely know that. I'm, I had a medium reading. It was very, very good. But, um, and so I know that they're around. But I just haven't had this happen for quite a while. So it's making me think something else is going on right now. So. Uh, right. So. So the fact that you've had the medium reading and that you know there are people around, all of the things you've described, now, let us be practical and say that all of the things you've described are electrical-based, so you might just want to have somebody check the electrical workings in the house. <laughs> um, but, but really, I would think that all of these things sound like more they're trying to get your attention, and maybe they just want you to... Um, you know, acknowledge them or to honor them or to do something to pay respects to them. And this is the, the, the really the, the key time of year to do that. Um, you could host, if you really liked this medium, for example, if this is something they do, you could host perhaps a seance in your house uh, for Halloween. 
coming up this week. Um, and you could invite other people there as well. It doesn't have to just be for you or it could just be you and family members or whatever. Um, because it seems as if they're trying to get your attention because they have something they need you to hear or they're just, for whatever reason, need you to connect with them. Um, so that I is. Think. Yeah. That's what yeah. I so, so I would, I would focus on maybe trying to see if you could organize that. Even if it's just a reading for yourself, maybe if you can have that medium. I don't know if they're local enough if they can come over to you and be in your space to do that, rather than you going to them. Um, another thing you can do on Halloween night is something called a dumb supper, and that is done um, as a way of. Usually, it focuses on anyone that has passed in the in the the previous year, but it doesn't have to just be that. Um, but you you make a dinner, you set a table, you set at at least one extra space that no one will sit in. Um, try to make some foods if you can that you know were a favorite of one or more of the people that have passed that you're inviting to the dinner. Um, and then, and you wait until night time to have the dinner, obviously. Uh, and then once you put everything out on the table, like put the food and stuff out and serving dishes and everything on the table, then leave the room. And it's best if you can do this by candlelight once you're going to have the dinner. So put all the food out, light candles. If you can turn out the lights, there's enough candlelight to do that, or at least have it dim. Um, before, before that day, it's also often a tradition where you write a letter to whoever it is that you want to connect with. And you set that next to the, the plate of the space that no one will be sitting at because that's the space for the spirits to sit at. And then once you have everything on the table and the candles are lit and the lights are down, and you, I always recommend step outside so that you can just take a moment to center yourself, start thinking about and focusing on the people that you would like to invite, whether it's one or more, to that dinner that have passed. And if there's other people with you, ask them to do the same thing. And once you go back in to sit to have dinner, the dinner is done in silence. So that's something you want to remember as well as anyone that you're inviting as part of this dinner, both, I mean, in physical form, <laughs> that they also know. To, to stay silent. Um, and they can write letters too and bring them if they would like for whoever they would like to perhaps connect with during this time. And so then you have the dinner in silence. You do serve a plate and fill it with food and things for any one or more spirits that you're inviting to the dinner. Um, you can read the letter during the dinner uh, as another way of connecting with them during that time. But, but what we're doing is we're creating a space that is, is conducive to inviting them in and allowing them to sit with us and be with us during that particular time. And then once we're done, leave the room in silence and then outside of the room ask that any spirits that have come to, to visit um, also now take their exit, and we thank them for coming. Then you can go back in and start clearing the table. Um, any food on the plate uh, for their place, you would want to then take outside and return to the earth. You don't eat it. Um, so, And you could do this in conjunction with 
having a seance or a medium there to do a reading as well. Uh, so, and, and this is just a way because all of the things you've mentioned seem to be things to be catching your attention. Like, hello, we're here. Hello. There's some reason they're wanting to catch your attention. And this is a way of connecting with them, giving them a place of honor and acknowledgement at a dinner. Um, if you do the mediumship reading or the seance, it also gives a chance for them to then pass on the messages. But also pay attention to what comes to you during that dinner because they may also just communicate with you in, internally. You may get the message yourself rather than it having to go so, through a medium. You're right. So a lot of times we think it's our thoughts, but it's actually theirs projecting onto us, isn't it? Uh, right. And 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 I think that they're trying to get you to, to recognize that there are either thoughts or information or you know, messages, quote unquote, that are going through your head or coming to you around you in some way that are really from them, but maybe you're not paying attention to or you're dismissing as just your own thought or that kind of thing. And and doing that dinner gives you a space where you're focused on that and you actually doubt that less because you're actually asking for those things. So even if the same type of information comes into your thoughts, you start to realize this is from them, not just from me. Yeah, I, I actually think it's um, my family and certain people. I um, That particular medium is very good, the one that I had the reading with. And <clears throat> every time I had a reading with her, she knew it or not, the same things were coming through. Exactly. Yeah. So a friend of mine had a reading um, about three months ago, and I was in the room, but the psychic didn't know that I was in the room. She couldn't see me. I mean, she was in California and we're in England. And um, my friend said, do you mind if a friend of mine sits in there? She says, no, but sometimes they can come through for them. And I won't know. I can't control who comes through. Well, they did. They started coming through for me. So it was the same reading. And then we couldn't, you know, when we recognized it's for it's for me, I right. left the room. And they had a hard time getting them to leave. And the same thing, they said. she said she'd give me a message, and she did. It was the same thing through all the readings I've ever had, the exact same things. But they knew I was in the room. <coughs> I've never experienced anything. I was outside the room, and they started saying things that completely related to me, names, everything. Right. And so, you know, I think that one thing that, like, doing the dinner thing can do is, and you wouldn't say this out loud to them, but you talk to them. I mean, you're thinking of them, and in your head you're talking to them silently. Um, so you can also be establishing with them perhaps how they can best contact you, you know? So instead of having to do like the television one night and the tea kettle another day and turn the lights off here and this, that, and the other, you know, give them something that you want to make their sign. So it's like, you know, okay, if you have something I need to be getting from you, then turn the TV on at night when I'm sleeping. And yeah, you often... I've started doing that. I've actually asking that um, because it's, freaked me out a little bit and right. um, but what you're doing is you're also narrowing it down so instead of them having to try to all do all sorts of different things to get your attention you have a very clear signal that you've established with them and they and it's like only do this when you have something to pass on to me don't interrupt me and bother me constantly <laughs> um, 
and you know it's like the person poking the arm constantly hello are we there yet hello hello i need to say something hello and you're like okay stop i get it but, but it's not necessarily uh, that they're trying to warn you about something is it it's not a bad omen no 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 not necessarily it just means that there's a reason they want to connect or they have a message for you and um, and having the dinner i think allows you to actually literally sit down at the table with them and have a conversation. And in the letter that you write, you could also use that to say, this is how I would like for you to indicate when it, because it may just be when I get, when you flick the lights, then I know to set up a mediumship reading because they'll indicate they have something to pass on to you. Um, yeah, and they have been coming through that way. She's absolutely, she's a channel that I've never experienced before. So well, right. it, it'd be like them flicking the light saying, time for an appointment because they have something that they need to pass on. And so it's just all these different things happening. It would just be like they just do that, and then you'd go, oh, okay, there's the sign. Call and make the appointment. Good to go. Would I be able to just get you to pull one card for me and tell me what you see? Yes. Well, I had already done that. Um, Oh, had you? I didn't know. No, that's okay. And And the temperance card came up. So the temperance card is about moderation and balance. And that's one of the reasons why I was kind of emphasizing the idea of let's find a way that's a little bit more moderate and balanced in how they're trying to get your attention. Instead of doing 27 different things, let's establish what the sign is with them so they can just do that. That way it's a little bit more moderate and balanced. We're not constantly getting signaled versus they just do the thing. Plus, you know, a very traditional image of the temperance card is somebody holding two cups and water is flowing between the two. And so that's why there's also that indication that there is something flowing between the the veil, you know, flowing between the states of existence, if you will, the realms. Um, and so it was another indication to me that, yes, this is not just your energy, but it's something that is combined with your energy coming through so there's kind of this flow back and forth um and and the temperance card wants us to calm things down to find a middle way or a middle path so that's why i was suggesting the dinner establishing the relationship a very clear sign so that it's just you know we have we have something established as to how this is going to happen that works for both of us rather than it being out of balance, which is what happens. The temperance card doesn't want things out of balance. It doesn't want things at extremes. So we don't want suddenly this time of year, we get all sorts of things happening, trying to get our attention versus any time throughout the year, they can just do that one thing. And then I know what I need to do to follow up by making an appointment with the medium to hear what it is that they're trying to communicate to me. But the temperance card is also very nice in the sense that it's a very gentle card. So that's why it says, to me, it's not about necessarily things that are bad or there's danger or, you know, all those kind of things. It's just trying to establish that relationship, that that communication between the two realms. Oh. So I'll just keep an eye on it then. I'll see what happens. Well, you have to do your part because it's time for you to now... Um, do something to sit down with them and say, here's how this is going to work. So I'm wondering, I'm moving in about five weeks. I'm wondering if they're going to follow me. Uh, Well, sure, because 
they're connected to you and related to you, so they're always going to be around. You don't, I mean, you don't get to just abandon them at the old house. So these are, what you're saying is definitely people related to me, then it's definitely not the house or anything like that. I don't think yes. so, I think. Yes. to do with me. Right, it, so it has to do with you. And and that's why we go, because that temperance card, if it's it's one person or an angel, actually the traditional image is an angel that's holding the cups, so... There you go. They're angels. Um, but that holding two cups and the water is flowing between them. It's not one angel pouring water from their cup into a cup that someone or something else is holding. It's cups between uh, two cups that the, the, the one individual, the one angel is holding. And so that's what tells me this is something that's related to you. It's, it's the connection or the communication between the two realms that's just related to you. So it's relatives or ancestors or people that have passed or whatever um, but it's related to you and your connection to them therefore yes they would follow you in that sense because they're still have related you, have to you. you have you experienced anything like that before uh well i've never had like the whole lights going on and off and all of that kind of thing but that may be because i've always been a little bit more connected to just maintaining that kind of communication and awareness of those other realms anyway, so that there isn't a need to try to get my attention in that way. But it's a very common thing. Yeah. I've never, I don't know anyone else who's had the television go on and off. Like that. Oh, that yeah. Th- those kind of things you hear all the time. The, the tea kettle thing is a very common thing. I've heard that from many, many people. Um, you know, the television thing is a very common thing, or a radio, you know, is a very common thing, as well as the lights the thing lights is a very common thing. All, all of those are very, very common things that are usually showing up when there are people or entities on the other side trying to get our attention or trying to somehow connect with us. So th- these things are not unusual. Um and, and the temperance card is just a very nice card to see because it, it kind of puts us at ease. And actually, it tends to be a card of optimism or hope or a return of hope and optimism. So there may also be something that they're trying to get your attention for that is going to be very, almost be like good news. It's something that will give you hope in some way. That, that's um, what they've been than doing. That, that's the message all along. They've been really... Uh, this year has been interesting, put it that way. This year yeah. has been really interesting. Well, so in the order of the cards, the, the card that, so temperance is number 14. The number 13 card is the death card. And when the temperance card comes up, it says we have moved beyond death. We could look at that literally in terms of people that have moved beyond death now trying to communicate to us. But also it often indicates we've come through the period of death, meaning something we had to let go of, separation, something coming to an end, um, you know, a, sometimes a very difficult or dark period. It, it, I mean, literally, it can be going through the grieving process of somebody dying, but it can also be that we've had to let go of something or, you know, that kind of thing. And when the temperance card comes, it says we're finally through that phase. And we now feel ready to start moving forward again. And things are starting to feel hopeful again. And we're moving on into whatever is coming next rather than still stuck in that process of the death. 
and that may be part of what they've been trying to help foster for you as well as indicating that's the point that you're at that it's now time to move forward and move on and to start looking forward hopefully and with optimism and with anticipation of what is coming rather than feeling as if we're still stuck in or fearing what might come next because we're kind of still in that that death phase the grieving phase the dark grieving period. thinking i i think yeah i think the last message was that um that things are changing and they're getting better and i must admit lately i've been thinking that they're not so and they said that well, they will well, they're saying that, and the temperance card is saying the exact same thing. Because, again, it's that return of hope and optimism. Things are going to start balancing themselves out. Things are going to come start, are going to start moving towards a sense of feeling like there's equilibrium again. Um, things are going to start flowing again. Um, so it seems as if the card that came up is trying to reiterate the messages they've been trying to get through to you. And maybe they just keep trying to get your attention to say, listen to what we're saying, <laughs> pay attention to what we're saying. So if you decide to do the dinner thing, it could actually be that you acknowledge you're getting the message and to extend some gratitude for them being there as kind of your little cheerleaders. Not and to lose hope. Yeah. Cause I think they, the last few days I've been feeling a little bit of, um, it's been very hard to um, think positive with many things, and um, it's okay, but I, I think I've been going backwards about hope, and I think they said it's coming, so we'll have to wait and see, and um, it, it has been hard. It's been a long time. Oh, so much buzzed me. Um, <laughs> so maybe that's them. <laughs> it is. There they are. They've, they've come ringing. Um, so... So I would encourage you to, to just use this time of year, especially Thursday night when that veil is thinnest, and to do something. If you want to do the dinner, great. If not, maybe set up an appointment with the medium. Maybe just go and visit a graveyard or just sit in silence and ask them to come and just be with them. But, but do something because that's what's going to help to uh, – really firmly establish the acknowledgement and the relationship as well as you being able to kind of set some boundaries to just say this is how I need you to contact me in the future and I'll know when you do this I'll make an appointment with a medium to make sure that I'm getting the messages you have for me yeah, when you show yeah, me I'll, I'll do I'll do that because I don't think I've been asking the right questions so <clears throat> yeah I'll do well, that then. all right and the temperance card certainly reinstills that sense of hope and optimism that you've been feeling is a bit lacking of late. It, it says yeah. there's no reason to give up because things are moving towards getting better. You're coming out of the, the death phase, the dark phase, out of yeah. the cocoon. It said it's changing. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't want to have been keeping you forever. I should let you go. <laughs> well, that's okay. But hopefully this helped. Definitely. Okay. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome. Have a good day. You too. Bye. So we'll take a quick break, and then as soon as we come back, we'll be going to someone calling from area code 646. So if you're calling from area code 646, just be ready because you will be our next caller right after this break. Other things that go on in the night 
about the art of transformative media, the new leading edge of communication in our highly connected, media-rich world. If you're passionate about facilitating change and you have gifts or ideas you'd like to share, come join us, host a show, or be a guest, or connect us to an amazing speaker or teacher whose message is too good to miss. There's always room for courageous, knowledgeable changemakers, inspired artists, and new ideas. Let us know you're interested. Send an email to info at fireflywillows.com. We're Firefly Willows, L-I-V-E, helping you find and shine your inner light. We're opening up the phone lines to our listeners for live on-air readings. Do you have a concern or is there a situation you'd like guidance with? Get your question ready and join us by calling 1-646-716-5510 or by using the Skype button on the Firefly Willows L-I-V-E show page. And we are back. And just a reminder that this is our monthly call-in show. The Firefly Willows L-I-V-E call-in show is every fourth Sunday of the month where you have the opportunity to call in and receive a reading live on the air. Uh, My name is Hi C, and I'm flying solo today and offering you readings. Uh, and you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash fireflywillows or on the web at fireflywillows.com slash live. Um, you can also find me on Facebook, facebook.com slash C or just look up Tarot by High C. Um, or if you're interested in uh, asking about or setting up a, a reading with me outside of the show, um, you can always contact me at high C, H-I-C at tarotbyhighc.net. So we'll move on to our next caller, and this is a caller from area code 408. Are you there, caller from area code 408? Um, Hi, yes, this is Valerie from San Jose, California. Well, welcome to the show, Valerie. Do you have something in particular you'd like us to look at for you? 
Um, yeah, actually, my birthday is September 30th, and um, I wanted to find out about what's going to happen in my career, and also my my soulmate. I have I met them yet, and are they in, are they close to me here? And um, also, how you mentioned about the um, master numbers on another caller. I've been seeing that a lot, and I feel like it's connected to a message to me somehow, but I don't know what. Okay, so we'll start with the last thing, because that brings up a very important uh, thing that people can um, learn. Um, Always pay attention. If you feel like you're seeing the same number or numbers every time you turn around, then yes, there always is. It's the universe trying to send you a message based on what those numbers represent. Um, If you don't know what numbers represent, you can do a quick Google search um, and just do like numerology three or numerology whatever number it is that you're seeing, and you'll find lots of different interpretations and information about what that number is so that you can start figuring out what it might be trying to say. Um, So what's, what's the number that you keep seeing? Um, it's just a repeat pattern. It's either one 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 two 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 three three three. Like every time I look at the clock or my phone, it's always a repeat number. Okay. So if it's if it's always a repeat number or always a master number, then qualities about master numbers, you know, one of the main things is um the, the spiritual dimension of things as well as things ready to um, move to another level uh, in some way. So if we keep seeing master numbers, then there is a sense of looking at what's going on in our life right now and how that is now ready to move to another level. It means something can't stay the same. And think of it like fruit on a tree. If it stays the same, it'll start to rot, and therefore it won't fulfill its potential. If we move it to the next level, then it means we're tapping into what potential it holds so that it can start, uh, we can start accessing that and it can start providing that to our lives. Um, you know, if it's the same master number, then you'd want to look at very specifically uh, you know what that is. Ones tend to be about beginnings, so there's a sense of it's time to move, take the next step, move to the new phase or the next phase of something. Um, twos tend to be about uh, relationships and what we're doing, um, how we're going to make something happen. So it says it's time to stop, either to stop doing what we're doing and start doing the next thing or it's time to add on to something, um, can also be asking us to look at the, either it's time for a significant relationship to come in or to be sought in order to make something be able to move forward or to pay attention to relationships that are already in our life and how they can help to move us to the next level or how it's time for that relationship to move to the next level. Um, Threes tend to be about Uh, Well, in a general sense, three is about creation and birth of something. So a master number says it's now time to bring out the next thing into the world. Um, 
that something is ready to be born in some way, but it probably is something that he's either being born from something that we're already doing, uh, or it's like the next thing to be born that'll get added on to something that's already there. So that's where you start to look at very specific kind of master numbers, but if you're um, uh, seeing just master numbers in general, but not at the same master number all of the time, then one, I would say that it's a really good time for you to be developing yourself spiritually or pursuing spiritual aspects of things, perhaps a spiritual path or developing yourself in some way spiritually, Um, as well as to look at how things in your life can take on a deeper, more spiritual component. You know, is the work that I'm doing satisfying my spirit? Does it feel like it's part of my purpose or is it just a job that I do? How do I imbue that or how do I change that to become more aligned with who I am spiritually? Um, Is a relationship helping me to grow and evolve on a spiritual level or is it just there because it's comfortable and can it move to that spiritual level or is it time for me to seek out another kind of relationship? So it's looking at whatever is going on in your life, but it is adding that kind of deeper spiritual um, next level, higher level type of aspect to things in your life. Does that make sense? No, totally. I am going through a lot of changes in my life and some, you know, some of them are spiritually connected and um, constantly striving to get to the next level and to be more compassionate and just to, um, you know, to to know what's right and wrong in life and to value my integrity and to just live in the present. And, you know, I'm just focusing on that a lot in all areas of my life. And I feel like there's some, like something good is going to happen. And, you know, I feel like my whole energy is just buzzing, like, all the time. Right. So... <laughs> So part of that could be that the master numbers are showing up because they're, it's the universe trying to acknowledge uh, and encourage you saying the work that you've been doing and the, the attempts you've been putting towards trying to do that for yourself, you know, you're making progress um, or we're, we're getting ready to see some of the potential and the results of having done that work. So pay attention to opportunities that come along or how you could implement that in some way. Um, so it may also just be that it's trying to uh, encourage you in that way, saying you're doing the work and now you're going to start seeing both opportunities and results from that work. So keep at it and pay attention. Mm-hmm. Also, look for the places that seem to feel most spiritually connected or seem to be really taking on that aspect for you. And that's those master numbers showing up would say, focus on those right now. Put your attention and energy into those. The other things don't worry about so much, but the places that are really starting to develop that way, focus there. Really put a lot of attention into those. Right. Okay. So I pulled cards looking at your first question about career. And the main thing that comes up, you know, well, so the first... Uh, um, let's see, so I was actually going to, so you said your birthday is September 30th, right? 30th. Mm-hmm. Okay. So so you're in, 
for the year you just started, September 30th to September 30th. Your year number is a nine. Um, your year card is the hermit or in the deck that I use, Thoth. And nine is a number of completion because it finishes the phase of numbers and then is setting us up to move into the next phase. So this is a year to focus on things that are ready to be completed, that need to have closure, that are ready to be done, so that we can free up that energy or that space or that attention in order to start moving into the next thing. Um, nines are also about patterns. And it's a year where you may be very, almost like slapped across the face with being shown what kind of habits or patterns or tendencies you fall into over and over again. And the reason for the slap in the face is so that we can start to see them and start to change them rather than them just being the habitual thing that we fall into like a cycle over and over again. So this is a year to recognize patterns and to start working towards breaking the patterns that are not healthy or helpful for us rather than to just use the excuse of, well, that's just how I am kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's not necessarily the best year for starting something brand new because that nine is really focusing on making sure we're finishing things, completing things, closing things before we're suddenly bringing yet another thing into the mix. Um, if something is completely done and we can now start the new thing, we may do that during this year. But I would say with all the master numbers, it's not so much about starting new things as it is bringing completion or closure to this phase or level of something and then focusing on where does it go from here rather than I get rid of it and bring in something completely new. Um, The year card of the hermit or thought. Um, shows us that this is a year for introspection, a year to withdraw a little bit and spend some time with yourself to uh, face your fear of the dark, which means going in and shining a light on places and things that we normally don't want to have to look at or are afraid to deal with so that we can face them, deal with them, be done with them, rather than continuing to carry them on into the next phase. Um, Take things one step at a time rather than worrying about the end goal and all of the steps you have to take in order to get there. And so you feel paralyzed until all of the steps are in place. Just step as far as you can see and allow that to be enough and then see where that step illuminates and then take the next step. Um, Focus on creating a refuge for yourself. Have your little cave that you can kind of come into, whether it's your home or any place you can create kind of a refuge. You know, I I often recommend to people if they have to commute for work, um, create a refuge or, or make your car your cave during your commute. Fill that space with what you need rather than just filling it with noise. So even if you're in traffic, if you're listening to podcasts, that help to develop you spiritually or are teachings for things that are helping you in things that you're wanting to change, improve, or bring into yourself, you know, or just a particular kind of music rather than just having the radio on so that it's not in your control. Um, Make every space a refuge so that it's filled with what it is that you want and what you need rather than randomly filled. Um, Thoth is the Egyptian god who gave us uh, writing and language. It's also the god of divination and the god of time uh, and cycles. So this is a year of understanding that things happen 
in their own way and in the right time. And if we try to force that or change that, then we create complications or problems. So sometimes we have to just learn to relax um, and allow things to unfold as they will. Um, it's also a really good year for um, writing uh, or getting your message out and really honing your message. Um, and whether that literally means starting to keep a journal or writing a book you've always wanted to write or doing a blog or starting your own YouTube channel or whatever. It's however you would get your message out. But the, the key to this year is to focus on what am I communicating to the world? What message do I have that I want to be putting out into the world? What messages am I allowing to come into me? And how do I need to perhaps change that? so that I'm not bombarded by messages that I don't want or that trigger me to feel ways that I don't want or that are not healthy versus let me control the inflow of information and communication so that it is supportive, so that it helps me to grow, so that it is productive, so that it is creative, rather than feeling that it's information coming in that is somehow destructive or is impacting me in a negative way. So that that's the general sense for the year. And if we now think of that in terms of career and work, then it says this is a year to perhaps strike out on your own, to perhaps start to consider what choices am I making related to my work, and are those helping me to grow and evolve, or is that something that I feel is affecting me in an unhealthy way or doesn't reflect the kind of a message I would want to put out into the world. Uh, you know, if I'm, if I'm vegetarian, I don't want to necessarily be working for a company that is, sells meat. And that's just because that's not in alignment with who I am. That doesn't mean that meat is bad. It just means I'm not working for someplace that reflects who I am. It's not putting a message out that I believe in or I want to be a part of disseminating. And so one reason I bring that up is because the first card that came up for you is the lover's card, which is all about choice. And it's saying, what choices are you making or that it's time, because actually it's followed by the two of swords reversed. So it says, it's time to stop driving yourself crazy, thinking about and considering all of the different directions and options that you could go or that you could do. And it's time to start making some choices definitively to say, I'm going to do this, I'm going to go this way, and to then act on it. Act on the choices, take action towards making the choices you've already made a reality, rather than continuing to hesitate putting into action the choices that you have decided that you want to do. Um, what the lover's card really does is it's saying, challenge yourself to not just make the same choices over and over again but to perhaps choose differently, even though it may be challenging, even though you may not know where it's going to take you, but to choose differently because you feel like that's the direction to go, even though it's scary, versus choosing the direction or the thing that is easiest or most familiar. Um, and maybe you heard me earlier in the show say that, you know, the numbers go one through nine or one through 10. The, the lover's card is number six. At this point in your career choices, Six says the choices you're making right now are going to determine the direction or the tone for the next three to four years. So you really have to ask is what I'm choosing, what I would want for the next three to four years related to my work 
for my career? And if the answer is no, then that's where you're being challenged to choose what you know you feel is the right direction or the thing to do, but you may be scared to do that. And we want you to be willing to do that rather than to get stuck in that loop. That's the pattern, the habit of choosing what's easier rather than what scares me, but knowing that it'll take me in a different direction that'll ultimately be better for me or that'll be right for me at this point in my life. Um, so it's time to make some choices and decisions and to act on them rather than to keep putting them off. Um, we're not worried about work stability because the Four of Pentacles comes up, followed by the, the um, High Priestess card. Four of Pentacles represents financial stability and security. The High Priestess is probably the most spiritual card in the deck. So again, we have that theme coming. It's time for the work that you do or the career, the, the path that your career is taking to be more in alignment with who and how you've developed into being on a spiritual level so that what you're doing in the world is a greater reflection of who you are and what you want to be putting out into the world, which will then turn around and help to fulfill and um, continue to help you grow on a spiritual level. Okay. So does that make sense? How does that feel to you? Um, yeah, no, it's definitely, I'm at a point where I went to a really good interview on Friday for, um, a very, uh, good company that's good, that would, you know, could provide me a solid future and it's something that I love doing and it was scary for me to, to take this step and, and put myself out there and, you know, you know, present myself to this company and, you know, have that confidence because there's been a lot of um, family stuff that's been affecting me and, you know, worryation, anxiety, and, um, you know, just not knowing where my future is, is going career-wise. And, you know, this opportunity, it just feels like it was put in my path for a reason. And, you know, I'm hoping that, you know, next week I'm supposed to have the second interview and, you know, see what happens from there. But it just, it feels right. It feels like, you know, I'm going the right way. And, you know, I know what you said about the patterns and the number nine. I think the patterns of negative thinking, you know, I'm trying to break those patterns and, you know, just to be more confident and, um, you know, to be able to spiritually move to the next level. That's, you know, in and, my focus. And and when did you put yourself out there, as you say, to pursue this other job opportunity? Um, when did I apply for the job or what do you mean? Yeah. When did you decide and when did you put yourself out there to say, I'm going to go after this? Um... It was in uh, in the end of September, before right before my birthday. Right. Um, so it actually and that's, well, that's why I wanted to ask because you'll see that you did that right before your birthday, and that's right when that energy was kicking into high gear. So you're probably part of what you've been focusing on developing in yourself on the spiritual level has made you more attuned to 
that energy that is around you or that is strongest for you in a moment or in a year. And even without realizing it, you were attuned to that energy and that's what probably gave you the courage to say, I'm just going to go ahead and apply for this. I'm just going to go ahead and put myself out here because that energy kicked in. Because that hermit card energy, that nine energy said, I can't continue repeating this pattern. I have to overcome it and push past it. And it's now time for me to kind of strike out on my own, to forge my own path and to just take the step that's in front of me and see where it leads. So exactly. that that's exactly what that energy of the year card is about. And you applied right at that same time, which shows that the work you've been doing for yourself has made you much more uh, aligned with and in tune with that energy that's around you at any time. Um, and the, the lover's card, I think, so you would use the term soulmate. And for me, soulmate doesn't have to mean romantic. Partner soulmate is anyone or anything that we are in alignment with and that we may have had sometimes some sort of relationship with in the past, even if it was a past life. Um, the lovers is also about synchronicity, right timing, right direction. We happen to be in the right place at the right time. So this being the first card that comes up would show me that what you seemed to be pursuing or the direction you're trying to go now with your career is kind of a soulmate relationship it's in, it's in your highest interest it's perfectly in alignment with who you're evolving into um, and also synchronicity seems to play a part that there's something that will just happen at the right time where you came across this and just decided to act on it even if it was someplace you normally wouldn't have looked for a job listing or something like that um, synchronicity plays a big part here and it's going to pay off for you as long as you pay attention to the synchronicity and take action on it which in some ways you've already done um, and, you know, two of swords reversed would probably tell us that it'll take less than two weeks for this to all play out. Um, so I don't think it'll be, it's not going to take very long for you to hear a response and be moving forward. Um, and that four of pentacles coming up shows us that you're, you're moving because it's in the short term. It's like what's coming next. And Four of Pentacles is a really strong foundation and a really stable situation, especially Pentacles is about money, work, those kind of things. So you're, you're certainly on the right track towards moving into something I, that is I very to, strong and solid. I see. I have to interrupt you for a second. When you said that, a picture on my wall just fell off. <laughs> it was just like <laughs> weird. <laughs> what, what's okay. the picture of? Oh my goodness, it's a wooden plaque and it says anything you can dream, you can be. Well, there you are. If you were listening to the previous color, things, the universe gets our attention. So it's, it's trying to call your attention to that saying and remind you of what it says as well as keep dreaming because you can be that. So don't give that up on your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I'm crying. I'm sorry. Okay. So, so don't give up on your dreams, but also know that your dreams can become reality, which is kind of the idea of being, coming into being. Um, and, and it seems as if you're starting to make some different choices that are going to move you in new directions, which are helping to break some of the old patterns. 
So you're not giving the power to the negative thinking and that kind of thing that you mentioned earlier. You're starting to, to retrain your brain by recognizing when the negative thinking comes up, but not giving it the power to keep you from taking action versus saying, no, you don't get to dictate how I'm going to act here, and I'm going to set you aside, and I'm going to do what I know is in my highest good and interest. Right. Definitely. <clears throat> so I'm, I'm, I, I don't think you're going to have to wait very long, and I think you're going to be pleased with how the career, the work situation develops, especially within the next couple of weeks. Okay. Thank you. You are welcome. Thanks for calling in. Thanks. Have a good day. Bye. You too. Bye-bye. Okay. So if you're listening to this show live, then the live stream will cut off at 12.30. You can always hear the rest of the show uh, in the archives, either the same link here on Blog Talk Radio or on iTunes. Just look for Firefly Willows Live, and you can find us there, and you can download, listen, or subscribe to the podcast for this as well as all of the shows under Firefly Willows L-I-V-E. Um, if you're already in the phone queue, not to worry, you will not get cut off. But if you are wanting a reading, you'll need to get into the queue before 1230. Otherwise, you won't be able to call in. Uh, again, this, the number is 646-716-5510. Um, or you can Skype in from the show page. So just wanted to toss that in for anybody that's listening live. Um, so next, we're going to go to actually... If you'll indulge me, I need to get just a little bit of water. So I'm just going to take a really quick break, go get a little bit of water, and I will be right back. can offer you insight, information, enlightenment, and empowerment along your life's path. Hi-C is a professional Tarot conversationalist and ritualist with over 10 years experience. He's available for readings in a variety of formats, including parties and events. 
To schedule your personal tarot reading, contact Hi-C at tarotbyhi-c.net or email him at hic at fireflywillows.com. We are back. <laughs> Thank you for that little indulgence. Uh, just had to wet my whistle. So we will go to our next caller, who I believe is someone calling in from Skype. Are you there, caller? Are you referring to me? I believe so, yes, because it's all ones. And I didn't, I'm like, do you know your area code, 111? But I think that's yeah. a Skype number. Is that Skype? Yeah, no, it's yeah. actually not. Oh, okay. Maybe it's a block. Maybe it's just a block number or something. Yeah. Um, so, what's your name and where are you calling from? Uh, Lo, and I'm calling from Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah. All right. Boy, all these people from places in my past. I went to college for two years in Tennessee. Um, what is it that you'd like for us to look at today for you? God, I, I so much. Uh, if you can just, do I have to be specific or you just to give a general reading? No, we can do a general reading. That's fine. Yeah. Can you just kind of give me a general reading about uh, the things that are going on now? All right. And what's the day and month of your birth? It's eleven oh one six one. Ooh, happy almost birthday. Yay! <laughs> I'm almost a forget that. <laughs> it's coming up soon. It is next Friday. Um, so let's see. So November first is ah. So if you were listening to the previous caller. Um, your year number and year card are the same as what I was talking to her about. So your year number is going to, and this is starting on your birthday coming up on Friday. Mm-hmm. So your year number is number nine, and your year card is the hermit card or thoughts. Um, so all of the things that I said about that number and that card for the previous color also would apply to your year coming up. So things like completions and closures, focusing on things that need to be done, need to be brought to completion in some way before starting anything new, Um, pulling back a little bit, doing a little bit of introspection, perhaps forging your own path, going your own way, um, spending some time in retreat or alone, uh, creating a refuge for yourself, um, taking things one step at a time and only stepping as far as you can see. Uh, rather than worrying about how many steps there are between where you are and where you want to get to, just focus on the step in front of you. Um, a, a really good year for honing your message or communication, for writing, for anything that involves how you get your message out to the world and what message you are both putting out to the world as well as what messages you're allowing in. You want to focus on that and make sure it's reflective of who you are, what you want the world to be hearing from you, as well as what you want to be receiving from the world. If it doesn't feel right, if it's not healthy, if it causes you to feel negative emotions, then maybe doing something about not letting those kind of messages in is something important to focus on during this year. Um, That can be as simple as, you know, blocking somebody from being able to call you that is always causing upset or bringing negative energy in some way 
to limiting how much time you spend on Facebook to not listening to radio stations that have things that cause you to feel upset or angry in some way at the world, at politics, or whatever. Um, so those are, the, those are the overall themes for the coming year for you. And, you know, there are some really nice cards coming up for this general reading, just looking at things overall. Um, we start with the Ace of Cups, which is immediately followed by the Judgment card. Pay attention to your intuition. Things are going to start opening up and flowing more easily and freely, as well as you may find that you're getting more intuitive or psychic kind of hits or information, so really pay attention to that inner voice. Um, some of it may point to things that the judgment card can bring in the idea of like it's the writing is on the wall and we want to use good judgment and good discernment and not try to turn our backs on things that are like, just because we turn our back towards the writing that's on the wall doesn't mean it doesn't exist. It just means we're denying it or trying to avoid it. So the nice thing is if we just face and deal with the things that seem to be right there in front of us, that Ace of Cups tells us that both our intuition will guide us in the right direction, plus we will find that things flow well. Cups is water, and Ace of Cups is like everything starts to open up and just flow. Like in the deck I'm using, it's called open channel. So that could mean that we're an open channel, which is why our intuition is stronger. can also indicate that things start to open up and flow much more easily and freely that may have felt blocked. Um, or that we may have been stumbling around or hadn't been able to figure out how to move forward in. Um, I will say Ace of Cups, in, you know, in a general sense, Ace of Cups can indicate new love, new connection, new relationship. Um, so there may be that either developing or getting ready to come into your life. So pay attention to who you're meeting. And, and it can be a romantic relationship and very often is with the Ace of Cups, but it can also just be we meet someone new or develop a connection or a relationship with somebody who we feel we connect with on a deeper level. Um, you know, it's like meeting somebody through work, but it's like, wow, we could be best friends because we get along so well kind of thing. Pay attention to those because those are going to probably give you an indication of where things are going, what possibilities there are, um, what steps you're maybe ready to take next. Um, but it's certainly these two cards coming up next to each other are a very positive indication of how things are going or getting ready to start going for you. And we want you to just be ready to step into that current and go with the flow of things rather than to fight against it or to be afraid to go with it. Just because we don't know where that current is going to take us doesn't mean we have to be afraid to step into it and see what, it's, what that Ace of Cups asks you to do, float in the inner tube and just enjoy where the current wants to take you rather than paddling so hard that you're exhausting yourself and don't try to swim against the current. Um, and I think that, you know, also coming up here is the Queen of Wands, also in this deck called Mother Fire. The Queen of what now? Uh, wands, or think, you can think of it as fire. So the, the queen of fire. Um, okay. And, you know, the position that it's in actually is what's the biggest challenge, obstacle, or fear. And here it's where we could either allow ego to get in the way 
where we think we know how things should go and we know what's best, so we're going to try to force everything to go that way rather than trusting that maybe it's going the right way, even if that's not how we think it should be going. Um, also, the mother card, sometimes we're trying to spend too much energy and time focusing on how to help and take care of others at the expense of ourselves. And that Ace of Cups says right now we need you to start focusing on using good judgment and discernment on how to refill your own cup where you're thirsty and to not give so much of your water away that you never have anything left for your own thirst while everybody else is okay. Um, and then, you know, the short term is also really nice because the short term, short term means the next one to three months. What's coming next? What's the next step? What's the next course of action? What's right around the corner? Um, and we have a temperance card. So again, the temperance card is another card about things starting to flow more easily, um, of kind of coming into a more moderate and balanced place, kind of that middle path. So there is a sense that really seems to reiterate what that Ace of Cups is saying. Things are going to start feeling easier. Things are going to start flowing more smoothly. Things are going to, it's not going to take nearly as much effort and we don't need to worry nearly so much about things because things seem to be settling down. And the temperance card really encourages us to have hope and optimism. So it's the next couple of months are going to probably start to have you feel more hopeful and optimistic about how things are going or what direction they're taking may also make you feel more hopeful and optimistic based on the kind of people you're meeting or the opportunities that are coming your way. Um, there is an aspect of the temperance card, which is about integration. Uh, so blending things. And this is a card that says things are starting to all fall into place and are all starting to blend more seamlessly and easily. Think of like when a recipe comes together and we found just the right amount of each ingredient. The next couple of months seem to have that kind of aspect to them. Things start to come together and it seems as if we're finding the right mix of different things for everything to go smoothly and for things that we want in our life to start happening or the direction for them to start going or for them to be able to start coming in. And, and the last card is the reversed Empress card. And the Empress, again, is the archetypal mother card. And reversing it says we need to mother ourselves rather than mother the world. So it's another reiteration of that idea that it's time to start focusing on what you need and how you need to go about providing for yourself rather than giving everything away to everybody else and having nothing left for yourself at the end of the day. Um, I will say that the Empress cards, when it reverses, can also sometimes indicate a move. Um, and because it's saying we may have gotten comfortable someplace, but now it's time for a change of environment. Um, there is an aspect with this and the Empress card, I mean, sorry, with this and the Temperance card coming up, uh, as well as that Queen of Fire, um, that we may need to pay attention to some potential long-term health issues, but because it's in the long term, we have the opportunity now to start doing things and changing some things to avoid having serious long-term health issues that are a result of what's going on right now. One, I would say that's the temperance aspect, the water aspect of we need to 
find more time to relax, to not push ourselves so hard, as well as to not drain ourselves, um, which could be from giving everything away, trying to do everything for everybody else, and then we're always tired and exhausted for ourselves. Um, also, that change of environment, the move, there may be something in your environment that is not very healthy or conducive to you staying healthy, and there's something that needs to change. So whether that means changing something about your living environment, um, here, actually, because of all of the water aspects with the Ace of Cups, the Temperance card coming in, um, and then the Judgment card kind of saying the writing's on the wall, I would actually look at that and say, you might want to check to see if there's any sort of issues with mold or water damage, especially in the walls or something somehow in your living environment, uh, because dealing with that now would be much better than waiting until it gets worse or that your health starts to be very adversely affected by it, and then you realize that was the cause. Um, this could also say that who or what you surround yourself with could also not be very healthy. You need people that are more balanced, that are more moderate in the way that they think and the way that they act in life rather than extreme in the way that they act or think, um, which goes back to kind of that messages, communication that we're allowing into our world. If we're constantly surrounded by people that are always talking or acting in an extreme way, what this is saying is it's going to start affecting you on a physical health level. And we need to start changing that now if we don't want that to have a serious negative impact on your physical health in the long term. That's pretty wow. Wow. And that, that judgment card saying the writing's on the wall, to me sometimes that says we need to rise above it, but it also says it, it's pretty obvious. So it'd be like saying hearing what I just said there, and it wouldn't be somebody who goes, well, I just don't know who that could be around me that's very negative or that thinks in very extreme ways. You know, the judgment card says, yeah, it's pretty obvious who these people are who these thing, or what these things are. Now we just need to be willing to do something about it rather than letting it continue for any longer period of time. Which is why the nine, the closure, the completion of this year that you're getting ready to go into would be saying it may be time for certain relationships to come to completion and end so that they move out of your life and make space for new things that are more positive or more reflective of who you are and what you need to be able to come in. Uh, it may be that it's time to bring an end to something I'm surrounded by environmentally, whether that's a work environment or situation or a living environment or situation, so that I can move into something new or surround myself with something new that, again, is more reflective of who I've become or is healthier for me than what I've had before. So, questions about that? Anything that didn't make sense? Oh, my God. Everything actually made sense. <laughs> I just wish I understood, you know, I wish I can, I learned cards because I love tarot cards and I love numbers. Um yeah, there are some things that I am going through that has affected me and uh, has affected my speech as well as my uh, health. So I want it to come to closure, but I'm not sure how 
long it will take. So, um, but well, I'm ready for it to cease. So the Ace of Cups shows us that, because cups and water are, that's a very healing card. The, the waters of rejuvenation and healing. The Ace of Cups shows us that we have moved into a new phase of healing because of the one, which is starting something new. So you will likely start to see some improvement fairly quickly or fairly soon. Ace of Cups to me also would say that you'll probably really start to experience this around the beginning of spring, around February, March. You'll, and that's more where you'll be very aware of it. Um, there is, again, with all the water aspect of temperance and um, the Ace of Cups, water is extremely important right now. Drinking more water, being in water or around water is extremely uh, beneficial for you. Take more baths rather than showers. Sit in those baths and let the water just wash over you. Um, if you're magically inclined, do some cleansing baths, do some healing baths. But you can add Epsom salts, different herbs and oils and that kind of thing that can also help not only with the physical healing, but also with the internal healing so that your attitude and perspective on it changes, so that the judgment around it shifts from being judgmental to simply discerning, being able to discern the progress you've made and how you can continue to support that progress and move it forward. Um, the temperance card also, you know, is very indicative that there's, a, if you heard me talking to a caller earlier, that the temperance card follows, or you know the tarot as well, the temperance card follows the death card. So the temperance card says that within the next couple of months, you're, you're to that sense of hopefulness and optimism is going to start coming back more fully because you're moving out of and away from the death card. So you're, you're, getting ready to emerge from the cocoon, able to see some of the progress you've made on the healing front. And you will feel more optimistic because you will see that at least you're making progress and you'll know that it will continue. But that hermit card of the year you're going into says also having to accept that it's a step-by-step -step process. It's not going to happen overnight. But if I can recognize the steps I've come through, the progress I've made, then I can see that it can continue to progress and get better. I just have to be willing to accept that it will take some time, but know that even incrementally I'm able to see progress and I celebrate the incremental progress rather than needing to only recognize or celebrate the grand progress. The... You know, the, the, the Queen of Fire or the Queen of Wands card and the Empress card coming up would also say that some of the health issues and some of what you can work on to help progress some of the health issues would perhaps be around issues you may still carry that need to be faced or healed or worked through relating to the mother or a mother figure. So you might also think about the relationship to your mother or a mother figure. And if there's anything that you may still be surrounded by and or carry within you that relates to those, that may be something also that you need to focus on working on that would help to shift 
your healing process. to follow this up I'm happy to do set up a reading with you you know outside of the show um, or you can find some other place some other person that you'd feel comfortable doing that with rather than doing it here on the air but that's that's okay too mm-hmm. you did a very good reading for me <laughs> I know I'm number nine and I know that's the year for me to close out a lot of things and what what is my best days of the week though or do I need to give you my time of birth and you know yeah to yeah determining those kind of things are really more um uh that's much more astrology oriented so mm-hmm. you would go oh. to an astrologer and get a solar return oh reading because they're going to look at from your birthday through your next birthday they're going to look at how that looks astrologically for you throughout the year and tell you what the good months and challenging months are what particular times are good for and and that kind of thing um and you are and you are just a you are a psychic reader well certainly i you know employ intuition um i mean i use the tarot I use the tarot, but I also, I mean, I know some astrology. I don't do astrology readings, but I can bring astrology into a reading. Um, oh. I also, you know, work with ritual and magic kind of things. Uh, so I can, I consult people on creating rituals or doing magical workings um, oh. in some way. And um, obviously bring a little bit of numerology in, but in the context of the tarot and that kind of thing. So. Hmm. I mean, that's an excellent reading. I'm just <laughs> done by that. Well, good. And and and, it, and you say that you use the tarot as well? No, I mean, I, I don't know anything about. It. I just I like I I love I love I love yeah I love to get a tarot reading. That uh-huh. uh, I love tarot reading. I love numerology. I don't really understand much about the extra. Uh, I mean, uh, extrology. What is it, extrology? But uh, I, I like tarot and I like numbers because I, I just feel like it always tells a story. Right. Well, you know, even even if you don't know it book wise, I always tell people when I teach them tarot, I'm like, we all have intuition, and if you trust your intuition, you can pick up a deck ask a question, pull a card, whatever your intuition suddenly says based on looking at that card, you've done a reading. So trust your intuition and play with it a little bit. I did that recently here. I mean, I don't have any cards or anything, but uh, my niece, I don't know, somehow 
people think that I am very intuitive or, you know, they want to ask me. And I'm like, I'm, I don't know why they ask me. So I'll look up, <laughs> like in the ceiling or something, and it'll say yes or no. And so, you know, and I'm going, no, I don't feel that. I, I'm, you know, I'm not a psyche or anything. But I do know that I have high intuitions, you know. Uh, well, and, and I can... Of- the, the Ace of Cups that comes up as well as the Temperance card says your intuition is kind of like on high gear right now. So pay yeah, attention to it, much. trust it, okay. but also be willing to take action on what your intuition and your inner voice is telling you, especially okay. right now. Okay. That's good advice. All right. How do we get in contact with you? Uh, you can email me, um, HIC, H-I-C, at fireflywillows.com um, or if you go on Facebook. Do you use Facebook? So I haven't been on that. I've been going through some things, so Facebook has not been my friend lately here. I love <laughs> Facebook. But when I went into this, you know, uh, depression, I'm like, I can't deal with it. So that's why I understand everything that you're saying. All right. Well, then, yeah, you can just send me an email at hic mm-hmm. at fireflywillows.com. Okay. Great job. Great job. But and, keep me on. You... Okay. And, 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 and the temperance card also is, is very often a card that comes up, and that's coming up in the next couple of months, is very often a card that comes up to say we're coming out of the dark period and into a more hopeful period. So I think that you're going to start feeling the depression lifting a bit or subsiding and you're going to start feeling lighter as well as more hopeful and optimistic over the next couple of months. It's it's already in process and I think it's going to just become stronger over the next couple of months between now and the end of the year. Okay. Okay. I'm 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 just very interested. Are you here in Tennessee? No, I'm in California. Oh, oh, okay. I thought maybe I can get a lesson because I love learning this stuff. Well, I do that the same way I do readings because, I, I mean, I can do readings by phone or Skype or FaceTime, but I can also teach by, well, it's easier by Skype or FaceTime because you can have the visual and I can show you a card or something, but I can also do it by phone too. So don't okay. let that deter you. Just send me an email oh. and we can talk. We can figure oh. that out. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm definitely going to do that, yes. All right. Well, okay. enjoy the rest Thank of you. your Sunday. You're you welcome. too. Are you are you going off now, or are you still? Uh, well, I'll leave you on. There's one more person to get a reading if you'd like okay. to hear that. So. Okay. Sure. Thank you. All right. All right, and it looks like we have one more person waiting. If they're still on the line, and this is somebody who would be calling from area code six four six. Are you there, caller? From area code six four six. I believe they may have already gone away. So that will bring us to the close of the show. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, As you know, we have a variety of shows here on Firefly Willows Live. Um, I host a couple of those, Revolution, which is the second Sunday of each month, and the Amethyst Oracle Divination with a Queer Twist, which I co-host with Charlie Harrington, on the second Tuesday of each month. 
And the next show that will be airing will be next Sunday at 10.30 a.m., Healing Conversations with Mildred Lynn McDonald. I would encourage you to check that show out. Uh, you can always find archives of any of our shows here on Blog Talk Radio, blogtalk.com, uh, sorry, blogtalkradio.com slash Firefly Willows Live, or on iTunes. You can find us, just search for Firefly Willows Live, and you can download, listen to, or subscribe to the podcast there and get all of the shows that way as well. So thank you for listening. We look forward to having you listen in again. And until next time, I... Hope that you are well, and I will wish you blessings and surprises around every corner that are greater than the number of stars. Thank you for joining us. This program was brought to you by Firefly Willows L-I-V-E. We hope you enjoyed the show. This is Deb Caracella. Please join us next time on Firefly Willows L-I-V-E for Healing Conversations with Mildred Lynn McDonald, Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m.